From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Tuesday, April 19th. The Interior Department announced late last week that it will resume offering leases on public lands for oil and gas production. But there are changes. Justin Higginbottom reports on what this means for Utah. This is the administration's first onshore lease offering since Biden's election. The president paused leasing on federal land soon after coming into office. That pause was to update rules in part to better reflect energy's costs on climate. But a federal court in Louisiana challenged that break. Now the agency has put up 144,000 acres for auction, although that's 80% less than the acreage nominated by industry. The administration is under pressure to help lower gas prices in the country. But Steve Block at the conservationist group Southern Utah Wilderness Alliance doesn't think this will help. You know, it's important for listeners, I think, to know that in Utah, like in every other Western state, there are millions of acres that are already under lease by the oil and gas industry that are not in development. Even if companies start drilling on new leases, it could take years for that oil or gas to reach the market. Block also notes that the majority of oil and gas activity in the United States happens on state or private lands. So increasing federal leasing is really just not going to be moving the needle on the price at the pump or the price that people pay to heat their houses or anything like that. The administration has also raised royalty rates from 12.5 percent to 18.75 percent. Those taxes are closer to the rates on state and private land. That means Utah may be getting more revenue from oil and gas. The state gets half of what the federal government collects. But Block says this isn't necessarily a good thing for those that want to stop future oil and gas development in the state. You know, in Moab, for example, you know, folks are, are familiar with something like the Book Cliffs Highway, right? The proposal that Seven County Infrastructure Coalition has been running. I know that they have withdrawn it for the moment, but you know, the hope was to fund that with monies that would come from federal oil and gas royalty. That highway was opposed by Grand County commissioners. They argued it would damage undesignated wilderness in the Book Cliffs area. The fact that Utah may get a higher percentage of those royalties, you know, really doesn't make me feel very good. I think we know Utah is very prone to misusing that money to sort of double down on fossil fuels. The agency says leases will now be offered after an analysis of climate impacts. It will also consult local governments and tribes. The Bureau of Land Management in Utah has chosen a leasing plan that prioritizes recreation. The agency is only offering one parcel in Utah. It's about 158 acres near Vernal. That's compared to a plan that would have sold six parcels across Vernal, Price, and Moab field offices. There will be a 30-day public comment period before the BLM finalizes its plan to sell the lease. Justin Higginbottom for KZMU News. Utah is seeing record housing prices for homeowners and renters alike. In small, tourism-heavy economies, people who work for the businesses that keep visitors coming back can't find anywhere to live. That's certainly the case for Moab and also Kanab. The small community on the Utah-Arizona border sits between the region's biggest national parks and is often a popular stop on the way to Lake Powell. With our partners at KUER, Lexi Peary has more. Lacey Ganther constantly scans Facebook classified pages in Kanab. She's looking for somewhere, anywhere to live. 
For the past few months, her family has been making do in another family member's workshop. It's kind of chaotic to have all six of us there. My oldest daughter, she's 16, and she absolutely hates it because just having, you know, three siblings, a mom and a dad all in one room, that's just not ideal. Yeah. If it wasn't for my family, I would have been homeless, you know, back in July. Ganther works at the Holiday Inn Express. She's the executive housekeeper there, but fills in other jobs when needed. She's working the front desk on a mid-March day. Ganther grew up in Kanab and moved back with her family in 2020. They were able to snatch up a rental, but were there for only a year. Once the lease was up, the landlord decided not to renew it. The necessities are like a roof over their head, food in their bellies, and clothes on their backs, right? And if I can't do that first thing for them, it just is like, what am I even doing? It makes me feel like a failure a lot. Ganther isn't the only one struggling. Some people will travel over an hour from the next county to work in Kanab. The lack of housing is being felt by businesses, too. They'll often hire people who turn down the job because they can't find anywhere to live. This squeeze comes as more people are visiting Kane County than ever before. From 2017 to 2020, the Kempsey Gardner Policy Institute says tourists have spent over $100 million each year in Kane County. And most people agree. Last year was one of the busiest so far. Rosa Escobar owns a local restaurant in town. She says the increase in visitors is pushing businesses past their limits. We have done so much promotion for King County. Come and visit King County. Come and visit. Which is good for business. I'm not complaining. But then, where are they going to stay? Where are they going to eat? Escobar takes a mid-morning break to sit in the front of her Mexican restaurant. This year is the first time she says she struggled to find and retain staff. That's left her and her husband working 17-hour days. He already came in prepared this morning. He's doing dishes right now. And then he kind of goes and take a little break, and then he starts, you know, um, cutting meat. You know, uh, there are unfilled positions almost everywhere. Hotels, restaurants, the local veterinary clinic, and city government. Escobar and Ganther say tourist homes, or short-term rentals, are eating away at housing availability. They understand that property owners want to cash in on the tourism, but they also wish the city could do more to help with affordable housing. Joe Decker is the Kanab City Manager until the end of April. He agrees. Regulating short-term rentals is one way the city may be able to help residents. Previous councils have decided that they didn't didn't want to take a super strict approach with short-term rentals. Um, their thought was always the market will correct itself. He says the new council may be willing to reconsider that approach. The county tourism office says there are around 200 short-term rentals with business licenses in the city, but there could be another 100 operating illegally. Decker says the role of government is setting ordinances to encourage development, but it can be hard to attract them to places like Kanab since it's smaller and more expensive to build. Right now, there is one apartment complex going in at the south end of town, but Decker says it won't solve their problems. I think, honestly, with the amount of jobs and the amount of people that want to move in Kanab and everything, I honestly think you could probably build 150 apartments and, and still fill them up. Meanwhile, employers are trying to figure out worker housing on their own. Best Friends Animal Society is the largest employer in the county. They're looking at building 12 duplexes for workers. 
and Escobar has bought places for family members who work at the restaurant or just have them live with her. The rents are so high, so they cannot afford it. But I mean, how many houses I'm going to keep buying, you know, in order for me to have employees? And Ganther continues her search. She sees hiring signs everywhere. Some places are asking for patience because they're so short-staffed. And the busy season is just starting to pick up. If Kanab is going to function and not turn into a ghost town, like we need the people here so we can keep these places running for our tourists who bring in the money to Kanab. Tourist season in Kane County typically runs from April to the end of October. I'm Lexi Peary in Kanab. This story comes from our partners at KUER, and that's the KZMU News for Tuesday, April 19th. Listener, it's Radiothon. This is your friendly reminder to pledge to your grassroots independent radio station. We are a community-powered newscast in every sense of that phrase. KZMU News absolutely would not exist without your support, and we thank you, dear listener.